Before you invest in something, invest in the time to understand it. While getting on top of your finances may seem like a tedious job, taking control and being consistent will help you turn a time-consuming chore into a habit you actually enjoy. And this is our aim at Loon, where wealth can grow through careful money management. As exciting as getting into investment and trading may be, we often tend to be overwhelmed by the success stories. Therefore, we find ourselves in situations where we've overlooked the importance of understanding what we invest or trade in. So how's the financial sector treating young Emiratis? And what are the do's and don'ts of trading? Hello and welcome to our podcast, Learn More. I am Ali Al-Matrushi and I have Ali Nasser Luta, a trading specialist and a finance enthusiast with me today. It's a pleasure having you here, Ali. The pleasure is all mine, Alia. Thank you. Let's get started by getting to know you maybe more. Um, what led to your interest in finance or why finance? So the funny thing, I never chose finance as a, a major to major in university. It just came along the way. I started uh, my university career like any other high school graduate, not wanting or not knowing what should I do in life. So I ended up studying engineering for a while. And then I thought that finance sounds much more like me. And uh, within the years, I discovered that finance was meant for me. So the enthusiasm, it just goes that uh, understanding how the financial world actually works or how the economy actually works is mind-baffling. And there's always something new to learn. I guess that's the enthusiasm in, in the finance field. That's amazing. Um, and I get the major thing. I, I, I switched majors twice in university. So yeah, I think what you love comes along the way. Yeah. Um, so, okay. How has the financial field been treating you as a young Emirati? As a young Emirati, the financial field is very nice, though it's not a very easy field to get into. Uh, the learning steep is very tough. And you have to get over it and understand this field wants someone who is sturdy, hardworking, and is willing to learn over anything else. That's beautiful. I know that we're so grateful for our country and its support for us. But in the context of um, finance, um, do you feel that the financial sector is well supported here in the UAE? Yes, the financial sector is well supported in the UAE. There's more room to development and creativity I see coming along the years ahead, especially with fintechs like yours. Uh, disruptions might happen in the market and uh, we might see more fintechs coming in. Alhamdulillah. Uh, I was so excited, by the way, to hear about like you being among the 50 Young Economist program by the Federal Youth Authority. How do you feel about that? Knowing, for example, that the program or knowing the program, there must be hundreds, if not thousands, of applications. Um, what do you believe differentiates you as Ali? Uh, actually, it's a pleasure to be part of the Young Economics Program. It's a wonderful program organized with Federal Youth Authority. And uh, forever, uh, whoever is listening to this podcast and you're a young Emirati, I encourage you to actually apply next year. They'll have it yearly. Uh, the networking or the skills you get within the program is enough. And within being chosen from the Young Economics Program was what was different about me. I think 
that I cannot answer actually. But I think most of the people within the economist program are well known or well, let's say, well uh, knowledgeable people who understand the economy and what the economy has on implication on the country and the UAE especially. So let's say if if the country doesn't have enough economists within within itself, uh, we might have implications going forward. So His Highness Sheikh Hamdan al-Atawal he understands the need for economists in this country, and that's why the program was created. Being chosen as one is a great pleasure to me, and uh, I feel very proud of myself, but uh, I really encourage people to actually uh, apply for the program in the next year. There's more to come. You're being humble when you don't mention what your strengths are. No, no, no. It's, it's just that being chosen within 50 of uh, the selective few who got uh, accepted in the programs is, is enough to say that it's not an easy program to get into. Yes, of course. We're so proud of young Emirati like you, Aliu. Thank you very much. When it comes to personal financial management, which tools do you use? We're doing the manual way, especially coming from the financial background. Uh, we used to do it on calculator, Excel, papers. You have your expenses uh, in your mind, in the back of your mind, actually. You know where you spend your money each and every single day. So the developments within the years, I discovered there's some apps or applications that actually track or understand your expenses and where you spend. And the automation of such an app was a relief for me within Loon. So Loon actually helped me understand my expenses or make it easier to track them. Uh, other than that, uh, my financial uh, expenses or financial tracking just goes within uh, account statements and, you know, the manual and ta- uh, labor uh, intensive work that you have to do each and every week to understand where you spend your money. Yeah. And uh, my actual advice for people that uh, you have to know where you spend your money, especially in a digital age where you just start and you forgot where you spent your five dirhams or ten dirhams. Sometimes you don't even check what you tapped on. There's mistakes and mismatches happen all the time. It happens daily sometimes. Yeah, let's say you're buying coffee from Starbucks for 20 dirham. The lady punches 21 by mistake and you pay one dirham extra. Yeah, true. I wish I had the patience to go and use tools like you do, the, the manual tools. But like, I can't even wait for my food to heat in the microwave. So I'm so glad for Loon. <laughs> yeah, Loon, Loon actually helps a lot. And uh, we wish you all the best. Inshallah, thank you very much. So now, uh, digging deeper into finance. And since you're a trading specialist, as we mentioned, what are the trading basics, Eddie? So I actually started trading since 2017 and I did it as a living. I never understood trading before or when I was in uni. Uh, It came like a hitting rock on my head, like wake up, you have to start trading, understanding how to trade. It's not the small sense or just how you trade uh, based on commodities or on products. Let's say if you go to the grocery store and buy a water, a bottle of water is actually the grocery store is trading it for you. He's buying it from a supplier and selling it to you for a margin of profit. In trading, we call this the bid and ask spread or the spread made on buying a product for cheap and selling it for a higher markup. The basics of trading itself, I never understood unless uh, up until I joined the team and then I understood how to trade. 
but my my always golden rule for anyone who's t- trying to trade, especially now with retail trading, traders coming in the market and uh, more people trading crypto and other commodities and other assets, always have discipline and realize when you think it's right. Don't drag your losses up into bankruptcy. Realize it when you think the time is right. And if you have a conviction of a trade that, you know, this will make you money, stick to it. And that don't get out too 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 young in the trade or too too soon in the trade. Understand, have discipline and trade. Without discipline, you will never succeed in this game. The market will always beat you. So your your basics are understanding and having discipline and choosing the right time, right? Yeah, choosing the right time and realizing your losses. If you make a loss and you think you you keep losing, don't double down. Always get out. Because it might be the right time for you to realize your losses and uh, at least have a stop loss and have a correct discipline within the trade itself. Um, anyway, all like things simplified. How can we simplify financial management for people to ease getting into trading? My golden rule in financial management is to start saving and start saving young and not only saving, saving plus investing. So let's say, Alia, you are employed and you receive X salary. How much do you save per month? Rough estimate, rough number. Percentage. I would do the 20%. 20%. See, I don't think there is a golden rule to this, but financial management has to come from oneself. For me, I, I had to understand how to financially manage myself. So financial management and when to understand, when to financially manage yourself, comes to you naturally. You don't have to wake up and say, okay, I need to financially manage myself and understand how to do it is just to start saving and realizing how much income you have per year and how much income you are supposed to save per year. For me, I think saving 50% of your income is a correct way to start. At least 50%. The rest you can spend it and enjoy. So that's that's my first step in financial management. Save and then think about investing. Don't invest and think about saving. Perfect, perfect. That's fantastic. Finance has a lot of branches from, as you, men- as you just mentioned, investment to trading to etc. Why did you choose trading in specific? So it, it just came to me. I was offered the job to be as a dealer or as a, as a trader in Forex. So I started with the one asset class, which is Forex. And then I moved again in two years. Two years I spent in Forex, and then I moved to fixed income and Sukuk and all debt securities, including CDS and futures. So I, it's not that I chose trading, but I think uh, the job came along and trading chose me. Now, what I enjoy most in my life is trading, actually. You just wake up and you want to do a trade and you want to make money out of it. Yes. From my personal experience, like trading is fun. You're always like waiting and, and anticipating. It's always fun if you make money, yeah? Yes, of course. <laughs> um, but like, how can people decide on different trading methods for, for people who haven't started trading? I think there is no set rule. There's so many trade uh, ideas or trade uh, disciplines and trade algorithms and trade uh, strategies someone can choose and pick from. It's about what you feel comfortable with and what 
if you come to with one strategy and it makes you money on the right track, there's no no such such as a standard rule for trading. But if you think, I always uh, discourage people from trading uh, and speculating in markets because most people are uh, always, they have the bias of realizing losses or wanting only profits and not understanding the whole market as a whole. So basic knowledge of financial markets is a must. Uh, don't over leverage yourself and don't uh, put yourself in a bad situation. Always trade within a discipline, within a set, so set of rules set by yourself. Let's move to the, I think, most frequently asked question. And I think you know the answer by heart by now. Or how to decide when and what to buy. And on the other hand, how to decide when to sell. Okay, so it depends on the market or the asset class you're trading. Most people do trade stocks and U.S. equities. And I think with retail clients or most retail people here or normal people, they usually find it easier now to trade, especially having brokers with zero commissions, etc., etc., and the access and the frenzies happening in the crypto market. Let's say if you wanted to want to buy and when to sell, it all goes along into the discipline. Let's say if you're if you're following a technical analysis strategy and you know this is a very strong support level, you'd only buy if you think you'd go long or the market is going in your favor or you short if you think the market will keep continuing its downtrend. Understanding your entry points or understanding how to read graphs and to understand how to read prices is a certain is a golden rule in trading. For me, trading fixed income securities or debt securities is not as easy as looking into forex or technically related charts. For us, it's more of a dealer-driven market. It's an OTC market where each and every dealer has to price the security where he sees it right. And doing that, you have to be on point and on, on point on desk and on point on market that you see all prices that this security is being traded at. For example, or a different example that most people can relate to, if you go to the fish market and you know there's this type of fish that all the fish market dealers have, most probably the price would be somewhat similar with slight discrepancies within the dealers themselves. A fixed income market or a debt market, debt securities market, actually trades the same way. Each dealer knows who's going to come today and buy this security from them. And we do it the same way as well. Uh, most people wouldn't trade the debt market or fixed income market. So I'd say for crypto or US stock equities or whatever equities you trade, Always know when to get in and when to get out of the trade. But if you're investing, I'd always recommend that you hold, or not always recommend, that's what most people recommend, that you hold up until you realize that this company will not go forward. If you look at, let's say, most of the famous uh, finance people, including uh, Warren Buffett and uh, the likes, they always find good companies and not good stocks. This goes a long way that a stock is only a reflection of a company. And if you're going to buy a stock, you have to understand the company underlying the stock. Do your due diligence, understand what you're buying, don't buy stuff that you don't know anything about is the right way into trading. 
And once you trade, you have to know that it's either you're trading or investing for the long term. There must be a clear investment horizon, a clear strategy that you follow daily. Sticking to the strategy is where you make alpha, is where you make money. If you keep deciding that this strategy does not work and you never stick to it and you never try it up to the 100% potential of it, you'll never understand how trading actually does work. That's beautifully explained. You got me at the fish part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell us a positive trading experience. Let's like encourage people here. There's no positive trading experience. It's always losing money. <laughs> the chances of you making money trading is very minimal. You have to beat the market. Do you believe that being good at personal financial management is relevant to getting into trading? Yeah, as long as you have uh, the cushion to trade, that if you know what I mean, if you have the enough money to trade, you shouldn't start trading unless you have something saved up. So financial management, which leads up to having sufficient savings, will lead you to trying to find more ways to gain and profit out of this money you have saved. And trading is one of them. But uh, for most people, I'd actually recommend investing instead of trading. Trading is a risky business, not an easy business to understand or to grasp. So us in Loon and you stand on the same point, which is always have good savings. Correct. Thank you. Thank you for joining me this week, Ali, and for supporting Loon in its journey. It was a pleasure having you. The pleasure is all mine, Alia. Thank you. If you would like to enhance your personal financial journey, Loon is now available for UAE residents on both App Store and Google Play. Please subscribe to the podcast in your podcasting app to get weekly updates and follow us on Join Loon. I've been your host, Ali Al-Matrushi. Don't forget to leave a review so we can know what you think. Bye.